This episode brought to you by Prize Picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Also brought to you by DoorDash, the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. Hello, I'm the Nostalgia Critic Guy. Remember it so you don't have to. And welcome to Nostalgia Ween. Still at my house. Still at my goddamn house. While the studio is still being fixed up, I feel like this place is just eating me up. You can guess what the segue is. What do you get when the writers of Rick and Morty mix with the writer of Nine and Corpse Bride? Family-friendly entertainment, of course. Monster House was released in 2006, produced by Steven Spielberg and using Robert Zemeckis' motion capture animation at the time. And boy does that show. Okay, it's not quite Polar Express AI art trying to eat you, but we can all agree this is another one of those movies where things never quite looked or moved right. But to the film's credit, that kinda works in its favor. Monster House is certainly a freaky and unique idea about a house that literally eats people. It sounds like a story you would make up as kids, so it only makes sense kids would be at the center of it. With the critical response being mostly positive and the box office not doing great, but combined with overseas, it bounced out alright. The film is getting a following around this time of year. For being a family-friendly Halloween movie that kids can watch, but still has enough of a bite and oddness to it that makes it stand out. So, let's see if over 15 years later this oddness still helps it out, or if it just leaves it... odd. So from another house, I swear, is trying to keep me trapped here. This is Monster House. I'm already confused. What season does this take place in? We open on a kid passing by a creepy old house owned by a creepy old man named Nevercracker, which almost sounds like a combination of slurs. Do you want to be eaten alive? Get out of here! He's played by, in case you couldn't guess, Steve Buscemi. As I suppose the animators were sick of hearing he's the ugliest cute since Gollum that they finally just made him look like Gollum. <sighs> he's watched by a little boy named DJ, who documents all the toys the old man takes from kids who trespass on his property. His friend Chowder is visiting as his parents are heading out of town. Have you decided Skulls are her crypt keeper? <laughs> Chowder, I don't think I'm going trick-or-treating this year. But as a combination of every fat kid in movies, this disturbs me. Like I mentioned before, the motion capture can be a touch distracting, but I think it works better in this than Polar Express because it's not at all trying to look real. Where Polar Express tried to combine kids' book illustrations with real life, this one feels like it's only trying to do the kids' book illustrations. So the style isn't quite as Frankenstein Uncanny Valley. Or the equivalent of one Flash movie. I don't know why, but this gets a really big laugh out of me. Ah! My nose is in my brain! Let me see. Oh my god. What? You're a dork. My doctor was right! And really mean! The basketball bounces over to Nevercracker's lawn. And just as DJ tries to retrieve it, Nevercracker tries to retrieve him just as God tries to retrieve Nevercracker. Please! I thought the only death in these movies was the box office for Mars Needs Moms! The house, quite frankly, uses a fire effect I'm pretty sure I have and instantly seems to come to life. It's 
pretty cool how quickly the house seems to form a personality. Like how this cracked window looks like it's trying to slit DJ's throat. It's like the haunting remake if it was intentionally a kid's cartoon. The babysitter named Z arrives, played by Maggie Gyllenhaal. And much like the house, almost everybody in this is some kind of monster. Why'd you break that? But I didn't. Yeah, let me ask you something. Who are they gonna believe? These characters are making the Home Alone family look sweet! We're given a pretty imaginative and pretty creepy moment when a very familiar shadow makes its way into his room. DJ, the house is coming from inside the house! It doesn't help that it makes literal house calls too. Hello? Do you have Prince Albert in a can? Do people still know what that is? Z has her boyfriend Bones over, played by Jason Lee. Cause that was the law, you literally couldn't shoot anything without Jason Lee back then. And he's about as supportive as Z is. Did you know he was serious? Oh man, give her back. <laughs> you mind? Oh come on, mm. gross! I have a Lola Bunny doll for that! When Bones is thrown out of the house, the other house is more than happy to take him in. Taunting him with the kind Nevercracker took when he was a child. Hey, Bonesy. That's the last you'll ever see of Jason Lee again! No, really, look him up, where'd he go? DJ meets up with Chowder and they go to inspect the house to see if Nevercracker really is back from the grave. The house literally tries to eat him up though and they go back home. Grace, come here. There's a sinister looking kid I want you to see. We're then introduced to Jenny, a kid selling candy for her school, and apparently is a pretty good saleswoman. Parents left you $40 in emergency money. They left me 30 You give me 20 I write a receipt for 30 and you pocket 10 You're good. I can spend that on the ponies. You gamble too? No, these ponies. I'm like 12! She makes her way to the next house and DJ and Chowder try to stop her. Come here! Yes, over here! Are you guys mentally challenged? If you are, I'm certified to teach you baseball. Man, I thought the 80s and 90s were the decades to find clips that didn't age well. But I guess Charlie's Angels came out around the same time. The house tries to gobble her up, but they save her just in time. Hello? Tell that house I clearly just saw haunting you to stop lying. It's not haunted. You want to tell me what's going on? They bring her up to speed on what's going on with the house while also trying to unimpressively impress her. Hey, DJ, got any beer? Well, hello there. I was just busy making this a PG movie. I can say up to three bad words, too. Two-term class president at Westbrook Prep. There's a great taco stand near there. I hate Mexican food. <laughs> Me, Me too. Dumper, weirdly there's nothing more American than loving Mexican food and... for some reason Taco Bell. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but it's also very American. Just sits there waiting, mocking us with its... grossness. May I please use your phone? What you just saw is a training video for how to handle a Russell Brand. Uh-oh! <laughs> The house continues to gobble things up, so they call the cops, played by Nick Cannon and Kevin James. We have reason to believe that there's a dangerous creature inside that house. Problem is, it sounds kinda not real. If that house is alive, then I'm the President of the United States! <laughs> God, that almost sounds sensible now. We'll go to an expert. They go to a guy named Skull, played by John Heater, who they consider the smartest guy in the world. And as you can already see, that seems very unlikely. Or maybe he was until he met this guy. You've got to strike at the source of life. The heart. But houses don't have hearts. You might be right about that. That's not true. You just have to get it some home, Zach, and soon it'll be the house from Encanto. 
You're entering a world that looks familiar, a world that has equations fly by that you think you understand, but you probably don't. A world where spinny things go really, really, really woo. A world where men speak in a strange way through their teeth, but you don't question it because everything else is weird. You're entering the sponsorship. Submit it for your approval. Prize picks. Prize picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. The easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It was so easy to do, even I could do it. And I'm pretty dumb. You just select two or more players, pick more or less their project stats, and place your entry. It's simple to play, and you can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Price Picks even offers Apple Play for quick and easy deposits into your account this football season. I couldn't believe how easy it was to make an account and choose your players. It makes me smile with extreme joy. This is me smiling. And I'm smiling even more with this special offer. Go to prizepicks.com nostalgia and use the code nostalgia for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com nostalgia and use the code nostalgia for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. In the distance you see a door, a door dashing towards you. I forgot where this was going. Anyway, DoorDash. Love the convenience of getting what you want right to your door? With DoorDash grocery delivery, you can stock up for the week or order last minute cravings conveniently. In a world between space and time where people in suits do bad impressions, uh, I mean, I think it's pretty okay, but I, I know it's, it's pretty bad. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use the code CRITICGROCERY at checkout. Limited time offer, terms apply. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. With thousands of grocery options to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. Knock, knock, who's there? Pleasure. You'll get exactly what you ordered, or we'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries, just like you picked them yourself. Want even more value? You can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. With easy substitutions right in the app and best in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. That signpost up ahead, you are now entering the stop zone. Wait, no, that's a stop sign. Ignore that. I mean, I mean, stop, it's the law, but ignore the analogy. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use the code CRITICGROCERY at checkout. Limited time offer, terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20 value on your first order through DoorDash when you enter the code CRITICGROCERY. Don't forget that's code CRITICGROCERY for 50% off your first order up to $20 when you try DoorDash. I'm a bald man, so you should listen to me. That's just science. Doug plays God of War for the first time every Friday on Twitch. We also have content five days a week. Hope to see you there. So the kids try to start with the heart and figure since the chimney is always burning, the furnace must be the heart. If we want to put out the fire, we're going to have to go inside. I legit love this plan they come up with for how to sneak in without getting gobbled up. We fill the dummy with a few gallons of cold medicine. Feed the dummy to the house. House eats the medicine. House goes to sleep. Look we at this. We get in there, douse the fire, and get out. I think it just needs a painted tunnel and a wall to run through. But aside from that, very sound logic.
They start putting the plan together. We zoom in on this very unimpressive picture. Why does he keep that? Oh, for a scene transition, got it. And they Toy Story 2 their way to the house. All right, little vacuum cleaner dummy. You don't be scared. That's not how I trained you. I love you, vacuum cleaner dummy. You know I'm glad these characters are fictional because I don't want to think about what they do when they're alone. The cops ruin the plan though and end up getting eaten instead. I am okay with this. A little of them goes a long way. Or at the very least, this one. Drop your weapons, huh? You hear that? Diva Diva, you guys are going to jail. You testing me, hot top girl? We are super cops. Yeah, I doubt this is one of Nick Cannon's higher rated performances. Oh, pff, guess it is. That is illegal! <laughs> I'm not a big jump scare guy. I think most of them are pretty lame, but I do laugh at how well this one's timed out. Just try to stay calm, okay? We'll be alright if we just stay calm. It's no Exorcist 3, but it's Exorcist 3 Jr. God, now I'm just wondering what that production would be like. The house eats up the car, but the kids get out before they're torn to shreds. The house seems unaware they're inside, and they try sneaking around without waking it up. DJ, did you ever see a wife? No, but I heard he posed for a photo series called American Goddamn. There! Right there! Shoot him! They get scared and shoot their super soakers. No, really, what? did they think those were gonna do? And they start to put together the layout of the house. If those are the teeth, and that's the tongue, then that must be the uvula. So it's a girl house. <laughs> Spoilers. They make their way downstairs where they locate all the toys that were taken over the years. They find his wife Constance, or at least her body encased in cement, and apparently he built a secret shrine to her. Why would he build her a shrine if he murdered her? Okay, I really love this movie. Could it just been about a haunted house that eats people? Honestly, that would have been enough, but they're very smart to put in a lot of unexpected turns. For a kid's movie, it's not exactly the easiest to figure out, and I really like that. <laughs> what do you know, she really was big boned. The house wakes up, and in a shot that's so cool, I actually had to rewind it to see how it worked. The kids discover it's using the reflection of the windows to shine light on them. This is like the scary toy room in Polar Express if it was like half the movie. They get the house to gag up and spit them out. Got so many moments in this review almost sound dirty. And we're given what I consider a really good twist. Like, I legit did not see this coming. Nebercracker is still alive. Honey? I'm home. That's right. The house was actually his dead wife, Constance, the whole time. Oh, oh but it's no problem, sweetheart. It's no problem at all. It's her. The house is her. I don't care if this is a kid's movie, that is a really good twist. In a flashback, we see she was the fat lady at a circus, and Nevercracker's heart went out to her for being so mistreated. And thus, they ran away together. I can take you away from here. Yes. Constance is voiced by Kathleen Turner, which it's so funny seeing her going from a seductive, calm, sexy animated character to a rage-filled one literally from a freak show. And she matches them both perfectly. It's Halloween. No, 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 it's my house, and they're hurting me! As long as I'm here, I will never let anyone hurt you. There's also, in kind of a strange way, a very sweet romance in here. You feel like these two didn't have many people that looked out for them. And you do feel bad whenever she's made fun of, and he instantly comes in to try to protect her. With that said, it still keeps its dark and humorous edge when you see how she's done in. You hold against <laughs> 
Well, it's always convenient when you can combine the cause of death with the burial ritual. So Constance ends up hating Halloween because she associates it with how she died. And Nebercracker tries scaring kids away, literally for their own good. I know that you've been protecting us all these years, but now it's our turn to protect you. Let her go. When he's encouraged to move on with his life, no big surprise, Constance freaks out and tries to attack. The way the trees connect to the house as arms to make it move is pretty damn cool. It's fun seeing how this monster changes and evolves throughout the movie. Oh, now. Oh, my sweet. Oh, don't rub there. That's her. You know, I don't want to imagine what's what with this thing anymore. He tries blowing up the house, hoping it'll allow her soul to move on, but once again, big shock, she doesn't like that, so the kids try to help him out. <laughs> Take this. You have to help me, please. Man, handling explosives and heavy machinery? Remember when talking about beers was the most concerning part of this PG movie? So they plan to throw the dynamite in the chimney to finally blow up the house and... Or maybe that works too, okay. No, of course that doesn't work because monster movies, and I'll be honest, the climax goes on a little bit. It's not bad or anything, it's just kind of your generic, typical fare that, weirdly a movie with this good a script doesn't feel that creative. Even when the house takes a different shape, it's not as much fun as the first design. It kind of looks like one of those prickly stress balls you had as a kid. So you're just kind of waiting for the usual stuff to happen with people running, jumping, screaming, swinging on things. But it doesn't go on forever. The dynamite is finally tossed into the chimney, blowing up the house for good. Nebercracker is heartbroken, but he also finds joy in the both of them being released from their misery. Yeah, I think. It's kind of an odd moment to sort out. We're free. <laughs> We're free! Well, he's happy. For the trick-or-treaters, they give back all the toys the house took over the years, just as DJ's parents return home. Right, thanks! After all that time Chowder tried to get his basketball back from the house, we get a pretty funny payoff. I think I like baseball now. They finally decide to go trick-or-treating and to make all the parents happy, all the people gobbled up are free during the credits. You and I inspect some candy, huh? <laughs> we should go eat some candy too. Yeah, that's a good one. But still, this movie's pretty good. I can't quite put it up there with the other Halloween cartoons I watch every year, but the script is much smarter than it has any right to be. It's a wildly imaginative idea, and though a touch dated, the animation still has enough style to be enjoyable. It's not a Halloween movie I watch every year, but maybe every five years I'll pop it in and watch it again. Because let's face it, it's a bright script with a bright premise, and my guess is, still has a bright future. Not that I have much of one still doing nostalgia wings here at my house. I mean, by God, how long do I have to keep filming, Amir? What is that? Oh my god, it's to be continued! I love you, vacuum cleaner dummy. This month for Cameos for Charity, we're doing Build Chicago. We've worked with this group before, and I can tell you this is a fantastic organization. Their mission is to help build hope, resilience, and a path to a promising future for young people. Reaching over 2,500 youths a year, they work hard to inspire hope and offer opportunities to those who didn't always have access to them. So if you want a cameo of me saying happy birthday or good luck or whatever, click on the link below and be giving to a good cause. 
Or if you're like, no, you suck, I don't like you, you suck. Well, consider checking out this organization anyway. It's great people doing great work, and you can play a big part in helping out in their efforts.